Welcome to On Assignment by God, your daily devotional blogcast. From encouragement to instructions and everything in between, listen in on my conversation with God every morning. It's part devotional, part instructional, but mainly a whole lot of coffee, comedy, and conversations with God. You are a part of a community. On Assignment by God. Start the conversation. Let's go. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to another episode of On Assignment by God, the daily blogcast. What's up, everybody? This is your host, Fun Strong, new last name, because y'all know we in faith for the new last name. And I just can't wait to share with you what Holy Spirit said to me this morning because he straight had me in Bible study this morning. Do you hear me? It's like on Saturdays. I don't know. It's something about Saturdays that I just, it'd be, it'd be like straight Bible study. But today it really was Bible study. And you'll hear as I go through what Holy Spirit and I talked about this morning, you'll hear how, uh, how much of a Bible study it was. So while I was praying this morning, and I'm going to just be honest with you this morning, I was like, Oh Lord, I was so like tired and you know, I really wanted to stay in the bed, but I know that's not an option for me. And so when it was time to get up, I was just like, oh, but you know, once I got in the prayer closet and just started thanking God for who he is, for what he's done, for what he's doing, for what he's going to do, you know, just honoring him. I heard Holy Spirit say, emphasize worship emphasize worship. So I looked up the definition of emphasize. It means to give special importance or prominence to something, whether it's in speaking or writing. That's what emphasize means. Worship means to show reverence and adoration for God. Some of the synonyms for worship are honor, adore, praise, glorify, exalt, revere. That's what worship is. So if he said to emphasize worship, that means give special importance or prominence in speaking or writing as you show reverence and adoration and glorify and revere and exalt and honor God. So emphasize worship. Then I went to my Blue Letter Bible app to find worship in scripture. And here's where we straight went to Bible study. Okay. Here's what Holy Spirit highlighted to me. Deuteronomy 6, 13, fear the Lord, your God, worship him and take your oaths in his name. So that means if you take an oaths and it ain't in his name, you're out of line, you're out of order. It's wrong. It says it right there. Fear the Lord your God, worship him and take your oaths in his name. If you're not taking the oath in the name of Jesus, you you out of order. You taking you should not be taking that and you if you have done that, repent. All right. Joshua 24:15. But if it doesn't please you to worship the Lord, choose for yourselves today. 
which will you worship? The gods of your ancestors worship beyond the Euphrates River or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living? As for me and my family, we will worship the Lord. Hallelujah. That last line, as for me and my family, we will worship the Lord. But in this scripture, it says, who you going to worship? Choose for yourself to today. You know, stop going back and forth. Who are you going to worship? Are you going to worship the little G gods of your ancestors? Huh? Are you going to be worshiping Greek goddesses? Who you worshiping? And then it says, as for me and my family, we will worship the Lord. First Samuel 12, 24 says, above all, fear the Lord and worship him faithfully with all your heart. Consider the great things he has done for you. I was just telling my kids the other day when they pray that they should just think of what God has done for them and that will help them to just pray with their mind being focused on the Lord. Like when you're praying and you, your mind thinking about what you're going to eat or what you're going to do when you get up from prayer or what all you got to do today, you're not focused. You're not focused. This, this scripture says above all fear the Lord, first of all, and worship him faithfully with all your heart. Your heart is not the boom, 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 boom. It's your mind. Because it says, consider the great things he has done for you. So when I think about Jesus and what he's done for me, that allows me to faithfully worship him with all of my heart. My mind is not thinking about anything else but what he has done for me. Psalms 29 two says, ascribe to the Lord, the glory do his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Psalm 66, four says, the whole earth will worship you and sing praise to you. They will sing praise to your name. Psalms 95 verse 6 says, Come, let's worship and bow down. Let's kneel before the Lord, our maker. So if you are here singing Beyonce's bow down cuss word song, come on now. You worshiping the wrong thing. Okay, that's why you got to be careful what you listen to. You out there singing it and don't even realize what you're singing. And there's power in our, in our mouth. Life and death lies in the power of the tongue. So even when you singing songs, <laughs> you worshiping. But who are you worshiping? Mm-hmm. Psalms 95.5 or 99.5, I'm sorry. Psalms 99.5 says... Exalt the Lord our God, bow in worship at his footstool. He is holy. And then let's go into Daniel. Daniel 3, 17 through 18. So 
King Nebuchadnezzar was trying to get uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to worship a golden calf, a statue, a golden, a gold, I'm sorry, a gold statue that he, that the king had set up. They was like, you gotta, you gotta worship him. You gotta bow down. And they was like, no, we ain't doing that. Mm -mm. That's just like when the government try to tell you, you gotta do something. You gotta worship this. You gotta do this. Mm -mm. No, we're not going to do that. That's not of God. So we're not doing it. And so you can do whatever you got to do, but God going to save us because we're obeying God. So this is the, that's the context of this scripture, Daniel 3, 17 through 18. It says, if the God we serve exists, then he can rescue us from the furnace of blazing fire. And he can rescue us from the power of you, the king. But even if he does not rescue us, ooh, that line right there, y'all. But even if he don't. But even if he does not rescue us, we want you as king to know that we will not serve your gods or worship the gold statue that you set up. We're not going to do it. That's what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said to King Nebuchadnezzar because they was like, hey, if you don't bow down, you're going to be thrown into the fiery furnace. They was like, throw us in. Because even it, it, we believe God will rescue us, but even if he don't, we still ain't going to serve your little G guys and worship this gold statue you done set up. We still ain't doing it. Okay. Nebuchadnezzar. So in verse uh, 28, okay, that was verse 17 through 18. Daniel 3, 28 says, Nebuchadnezzar exclaimed. <laughs> 10 verses later. Nebuchadnezzar exclaimed. Praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel and rescued his servants who trusted in him. They violated the king's command and risked their lives rather than serve or worship any God except their own God, big G-O-D. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you with all the things that are going on, all these different mandates, you better ask God, what does he mandate for you to do? And that's what you better do. Just like these three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they was like, I don't care what everybody else is doing. We going to serve the Lord. We're going to worship the Lord. We're not bowing down to this statue. We're not doing it. And every time King Nebuchadnezzar, they would play the music. You know what I'm saying? How music tried. I just talked about Beyonce. Music tried to get you to bow down, bow down. They was like, no, we not doing it. Everybody else around them was bowing down. And they was like, we not doing it. Even with threats, they was like, we still not doing it. And they was like, we're going to throw you in the fire and burn you up. We're going to turn it up seven times hotter. They was like, do what you got to do. <laughs> May we be bold <laughs> like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego today, okay? Because there are uh, authorities trying to tell you, you better do this. You better do that. You better do what thus says the Lord. What does the Lord tell you to do in that situation? That's what you should do. But I, they going to fire me if I don't take the shot. If the Lord told you not to take the shot, don't you know that he will provide for you beyond that job? That may be your way out. Either way, listen to what God is telling you. 
That's all I'm saying. I'm not either or. I'm doing what God tell me to do. And when people be like, are you doing this? Are you doing that? What do you think about this? What do you think about? I think what God tell me to think. I do what God tells me to do. That's what I'm doing. You, you knowing specifically what I did and didn't do has nothing to do with you. You need to do what God tells you to do. And you're like, well, I, I ain't heard that because you ain't spent no time with him. Because he talking to you, but you got to spend time with him. That's why if you didn't get my new book, The One Hour Prayer Challenge, you need to get it. <laughs> That's a good segue. If you have not purchased The One Hour Prayer Challenge book, head over to onassignmentbygod.com forward slash shop and get the book. Why? It's not about the book. It's about the process that the, books take, that the book takes you through to help you have a consistent prayer life. One where you're having daily conversations with God. Which this podcast is all about. That's what this podcast is. All right, let me get back to the scriptures because I only got two left. Luke 4, 8. And Jesus answered him. This Jesus talking right here. This red letters all day. And Jesus answered him. It is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Jesus said it. It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. If you serving another little G God, you don't went against what God said, what Jesus said. He, he, this Jesus was talking to Satan right here because Satan was like, you know, trying to tempt Jesus. And Jesus was like, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And then Romans 12, 1 says, therefore, brothers and sisters, in view of the mercies of God, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true worship. What you're doing with your body? Is it holy? And pleasing to God. Because if not. That ain't your true worship. So today. I've given you a lot of scriptures. Because the Lord gave me a lot of scriptures today. In our conversation. Today. Let us be encouraged. To pay close attention to our worship. We don't want to be found. Worshiping. Other gods. Little G gods. You don't want to be found doing that. That's what I was telling y'all about yoga. Did I tell y'all about yoga? I can't remember. Anyway, that's worshiping another God. Even when you're doing those poses, you might not be humming or chanting or whatever, but you're doing different poses. It it, it derives from Hinduism. And so if you, if you ain't no Hindu, stop doing yoga. I'm just saying, if you were born again believer and you're like, but it's just a good exercise. I, I meditate. What you meditate on? If you're not meditating on the word of God, I don't know. No, no. So many people, I'm, I'm meditating. On what? Because in the Bible, it says meditate on the, the word day and night. So if you saying you meditating, please say what you're meditating on. Don't just be saying you meditating. Because I'm going to assume that you meditating on something other than the word of the Lord. Because if you meditate on the word of God, you're going to say that specifically. And you're probably going to say what scripture you meditate on. 
So when you out here making these posts, I, I spent some time, I've been, you know, meditating on what? Okay. On what? Say, say what you meditate on. Be bold enough to say what you meditate on. Okay. And meditation ain't just humming and, and being quiet unless you, you know, praying in the spirit and then listening to what God says on the other side of your prayer time. Yeah. Well, your, what he's saying is all inclusive in prayer because prayer is a conversation. It's not a monologue. It's a dialogue. But anyway, like I said, we don't want to be found worshiping little G gods, other gods. Okay. I heard an apostle say the other day, you look like who you worship. You look like who you worship. So my question for you today is who you looking like? When you put your clothes on, your attire, does it reflect who you worship? And y'all know the Lord has me speaking out about Greek letter organizations and how that is not godly. That is not worshiping God. You actually worshiping a little G God because when you look at what you made an oath to, what you committed yourself to, you didn't say nothing about it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> you know you didn't. I know because I used to be a part of an organization and no, we didn't say nothing about in the name of Jesus. We did not. We did not. So for all the people that are like, but it's a Christian, it's based on, yeah, it's the, the devil bases a lot of things on scripture. <laughs> He's still fooling you though. It's still a counterfeit thing. He was quoting scripture to Jesus and Jesus had to quote it back to him. Like, cause you not even saying it right. This is, I mean, you know, Jesus had to tell him is it is written. It is written. What Jesus say? It is written. Worship the Lord, your God and serve him only. So what are you looking like? Who you looking like? You look like who you worship. So when I look at you, when other people look at you, what you looking like? When you put your clothes on, does it reflect who you worship? Are you wearing, you know, certain attire that reflects who you worship? Check your clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who you worshiping? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you worshiping? <laughs> okay, Lord. I say that. You wearing all that paraphernalia, that's who you worshiping. That's who you worshiping. Mm-hmm. You know how you see some people, and I'm speaking to, I know I have a lot of listeners and you. everybody comes from all different types of backgrounds, but the Lord has me uh, on assignment and um, to speak to a specific group of people that are in bondage with Greek letter organizations. And, you know, when I look back on that, I, it used to be people that, that, that every time you saw them, they had on something representing the Greek letter organization. And that shows who you worship. That shows who you reflect. And you might be like, but nah, nah, I'm not worshiping. No. Yeah, you are. Go back to all the scriptures I just gave. Fear the Lord, your God, worship him and take your oaths in his name. You can't, you can't worship two gods. Okay. You just can't. All right, like I told you yesterday, seek the Lord on being a part of those organizations. 
It's not godly. Trust me. I've, I've talked to the Lord about it. Okay. So you should talk to the Lord about it too. You should have a conversation with God about your involvement in anything, anything, any relationship, (laughs) any organization, even your career. You should talk to the Lord about it because some of y'all out here worshiping your career. You done made your career a little G God. You idolize it. Hmm. I love my conversations with God. Don't you? All right, y'all. Hey, listen. You might be like, ooh, that was a lot. Okay, it was. But let me ask you this question. Have you accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? If you answered no, then I want to offer Christ to you right now. Yes, you can get saved right now on the podcast. All you got to do is openly confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. When you pray that prayer right there in sincerity, you are saved. You are saved. Now, first, I want to congratulate you for accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. You have made him now Lord over your life. That means you do what he wants you to do, not what you want to do. Okay. You trust him in every situation, every circumstance. Okay. He saved you. He saved you from sin. Yeah, you were supposed to die because of your sin, but Jesus came along and paid the price. He died on your behalf, but he rose again on the third day with all power in his hands. And that same power that rose Jesus up from the dead lives on the inside of you now. Because you have now, as you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you receive the Holy Spirit. Now, Holy Spirit, while you're still here on earth, He's going to guide you. He's going to comfort you. He's going to stand by you. He, you know, he's our helper. Okay. Holy Spirit is our helper. So if you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior this morning on the podcast, congratulations. Whoop, 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 whoop. I'm so excited for you because that is definitely the best decision you could have ever made in your whole entire life now you may be like me you may have accepted jesus christ as your personal lord and savior when you was a kid younger or whatever but you're like i've come into (laughs) i've grown up and i want to recommit rededicate my life to christ either way if you did either one if you rededicated your life to christ or if you accepted christ for the first time i want you to text the word saved S-A-V-E-D to 601-299-4398. That's saved. Text the word saved to 601-299-4398. And if you can't text, you out of the country, you somewhere, and you're like, I can't text the number. Well, you can email us at info, I-N-F-O, at onassignmentbygod.com. Okay, that's info, I-N-F-O, at onassignmentbygod.com. Woo! People getting saved on the podcast today. Hallelujah. Welcome to your new life with Jesus Christ. Now, let's get into these assignments because y'all know we straight on assignment by God.
All right, y'all, let's get into these assignments for today. Number one, what did Holy Spirit say to you in your conversation with him this morning? And I hope you journaled it. Okay, if you didn't, go back and do it. You probably like, oh, I don't remember. That's why you got to journal it. That's why you got a journalist. So tomorrow or the next time you talk to Holy Spirit, y'all have a conversation because, you know, it doesn't have to just be in the morning time. It could be in the midday. It could be at night, whenever. All right. But make sure you write it down. Okay. Write it down. Assignment number two. Who are you looking like you worship? Who are you looking like you worship? Who are you looking like you worship? Do you look like you worship Minerva, because you wear gear all the time, or sometimes, or you know, when you go to the games and stuff. <laughs> Woo, Jesus, help me, Lord. Mm. Who are you looking like you worship, huh? Who are you looking like you worship? Are you wearing scriptural clothing? Yeah, that you listen, get you some clothes. <laughs> with some scriptures on them okay get you some clothes that say i worship the lord god all right answer the question though who are you looking like you worship because whomever you worship that's who you look like okay and let me tell y'all something that uh i was listening to a, uh, a an apostle yesterday and he was talking about you know you look like who you worship, right? <laughs> and when you look like Jesus, though, demons can't tell the difference between you and Jesus. Uh, y'all like, oh, the devil is on me. He on me. Yeah, I'm worried. And this, I'm just, it's like spiritual warfare. The devil is just, uh, he just be attacking me in everything. And I just. Yeah, when you look like Jesus, though, demons can't tell the difference between you and Jesus. <sighs> Acts 19, 15 says, when an evil spirit said to them, I know Jesus, and I heard about Paul, but who are you? Because <laughs> we be calling, we be like, I prayed about it, and it still didn't work out. I called on the name of Jesus, but it still didn't work I tried to cast that devil out of my child. And they still cutting up. Evil spirit said, I know Jesus. I heard about Paul. But uh, who are you? Who are you? So when we look like Jesus, demons can't tell the difference between you and Jesus. So let us today be encouraged to look like Jesus. In everything, in our clothing. And I walk and I talk everything. All right. Then don't forget to record yourself reading the word of God. If you already recorded yourself like several times this week, just play it back. Okay. If you're like, I don't have a new recording. It's okay. Just play the one you did do back. All right. And allow, like, just listen to your own voice. Right. Reading scripture, reading the word of God, and then just pause and allow the Lord to give you revelation and build your faith from that scripture. Okay, that's the whole point of that. And then, like I said earlier, if you have not gotten a copy of the new book, The One Hour Prayer Challenge, then go ahead and grab your copy. This book is going to teach you how to 
not teach you how to pray, but teach you how to be consistent in prayer. And also you're praying in the spirit. So a lot of people are like, well, I don't pray in the spirit. Well, this book is going to help you, first of all, pray in the spirit for the first time in faith. Because you you received the Holy Spirit when you became a believer. So it's already in you. and Or he's already in you. And so you can pray in the spirit. That means in your heavenly language. That means you don't know what you're saying. Because you don't need to know what you're saying. Because you don't know enough to know what to pray for. That's what the Bible says. And I know that to be true too. Because when I used to pray, I just used to say the same prayer. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's time to go to another level in our prayer life so go ahead and get the book okay that's gonna help you go to another level in your prayer life or even just get on level one in your prayer life either way (laughs) you're gonna grow your prayer life which means you're gonna grow in conversation with god which is uh you growing your intimacy and deepening your intimacy with the lord amen Amen. All right, y'all, that's it for today's episode. That puts another week of OABG podcast in the books. Wow. I'm just so honored that the Lord chose me to do this. I just, <laughs> I mean, sometimes I just be going, 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 and, and I don't pause long enough. The Lord told me the other day, slow down, slow down. So I just thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate you sharing the podcast. And hey, let me know that you're a listener. You know, I don't know who listens to the podcast. You may be listening and think I know, but I don't. So you got to let me know that you're listening. So send me a text message at 601-299-4398. That's 601-299-4398. Or you can always DM me on Instagram fun underscore on assignment by God um or you can go to on assignment by God on Instagram I have two Instagrams and Facebook fun strong on Facebook or on assignment by God the group page or the one hour prayer challenge group page or you can reach me via email at info at on assignment by God.com either way reach out and let me know you're listening I appreciate you so much and I pray for you. I pray that the Lord will reveal things to you that you have not been able to see up until this point. And that once he reveals it to you, that you will be obedient to what he tells you to do. I'm going to just tell y'all this. When the Lord tell you to let something go or cut it off, obey. Okay. Don't negotiate with the Lord. Just obey. He knows. He knows. He knows what's been holding you back. Whether it be a, a person or organization or a job or he knows. So when he tells you to cut it off, cut it off. Woo! Cut it. You need to cut it off and obey God. I'll talk to y'all on Monday.